Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. This week, unfortunately, I think I've only got about five guys, so I'm going like a busted asshole at the moment. Uh, I think my Supercoach season is well and truly done and dusted. Uh, Mickey, how are you, mate? Good to see you. Jesus, some fake accounts getting around. Jesus Christ. Wayne Bennett, you got Yvonne, you got Steve Kearney. A lot of children, a lot of time on their hands on the holidays, eh? Gamble and Hetherington re-signing is huge for the future. Yeah, Lockie, I agree with you, mate. Um... Huge, huge signing, Tyson Gamble. I'm a big fan of him. I think he's going to play a really crucial role for this club moving forward. I uh, won't harp on too much about that because I've spoken about it a lot on the podcast over the last few days. I think Kobe Hetherington as well, for them to hold on to him is a really good signing. Guy that can play hooker, a guy that can play 13 as well. Not afraid to roll up his sleeves and play through the middle as well. So, guy that I really like. I think both will feature in their starting 17 uh, come 2022. A good signing for the Broncos there. Two good re-signings there. Sorry, thoughts on Nofaluma. Um, I think defensively there's always been issues. Uh, I think he's got a huge attacking upside, but I think he needs to have a more balanced game. Uh, not many better wingers than him in attack, though. No doubt about it whatsoever. Michael, mate, how are you? Lachlan again, Milford to the Bunnies. Yeah, I read this today. Anthony Milford reportedly uh, the Bunnies are having a look at him. I imagine that would be the Wayne Bennett effect. We know that he was pretty vocal after his game the other day saying that... Uh, you know, if, if Milford's in the right system, in the right club, he can do something. I sort of thought it was a stab at the Broncos more so than a genuine attempt to try and get him, though. So we'll see how that one plays out. Can Kalen Ponga get the Maroons a win? Yeah, I, I think he can, mate. Uh, I'm going to tip the Blues uh, as I have all series, but I think up there in Newcastle, KP, I still think he's, to some extent, underrated, to be honest with you. I think people still don't appreciate how good KP is, and I think that he can have a huge impact on this game. John Curtis, mate, good to see you. Have to have you on the podcast again soon, brother. Uh, who is your latest player man crush? You haven't spoken much of Latrell. Uh, we've been talking about Latrell on the podcast, mate. I think State of Origin, he has been unbelievable. Uh, we've said for a long time he's made for the big stages. There was a long time there where a lot of people were doubting Latrell, and I just thought it was batshit crazy. 
my latest player, Man Crush. Tell you who I'm really liking at the moment. It is Connor Tracy from the Cronulla Sharks. Really excited uh, to see him play 5-8 for them this week. I think it's an opportunity that he deserves. I think people forget that he was a half uh, at the South Sydney Rabbitohs before he left. He was really impressive there as well. So Connor Tracy is probably my most recent Man Crush. You all know that I am uh, no stranger to a new Man Crush. Tyson Gamble, he's another one that's right up there for me as well. Do the dogs sign a fullback? I hope so, mate. Uh, for me, I don't think there's anyone in that club at the moment that is good enough for them to win a premiership at fullback. Uh, they're probably a little while away from winning a premiership regardless, but I think you do need a champion fullback in your team or at least a top-tier fullback. I know people are talking about Josh Adokar. For me, I don't think he would be a top-tier fullback. Could be a solid fullback. He's probably the best fullback at the club next year. You've obviously got Matt Burton, too. I think this is a guy that they could consider playing at one. Um, but for me, Jake Avrilo, he's probably the best fullback out of the current squad they've got right now, but I still don't think he's of that top-tier elite talent. Uh, but I'm a big fan of Avarillo. With the safety precautions put in place, surely we can bring back the shoulder charge with the rule that it's under the shoulder. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of precautions that go into that, mate. You want to bring back shoulder charges. Um, it's got to be below this point. I mean, the game just moves so fast, and we can already see how upset we're getting with uh, referees making calls on head contact and all that. I think if you bring the shoulder charge back into it, my God, it really could be anything. I, I, I think the shoulder charge done and dusted. I don't think we'll see it back. Hetherington in the future lock. Yeah, mate, he quite possibly could be. Uh, I sort of named my Broncos best team the other day, and I didn't have Hetherington in it because I didn't expect him to re-sign. Uh, he has re-signed over the last 24 hours, which is very exciting. Uh, I, I think he is going to be more of a lock than a hooker personally, uh, but it just depends what the makeup of that team is moving forward. I'm assuming that as long as Jake Turpin's at the club, you'll probably see Hetherington playing lock realistically. Sabal Tupu, not many trades left. This is for 17 and run home. Personal, oh, God. you got to remember with Saab, I don't think Turbo's going to play the next two games. So Saab, when he doesn't have Tom Travojevic, he can get scores of 20, um, which is a real worry for me. Daniel Tupu, I mean, the Roosters, I think they have a pretty decent run. I'm expecting him to score a try or two this week. Um, I would probably go Daniel Tupu, but... <sighs> But I sort of play super coach in a way that I need to start changing. I play super coach the old base stat sort of way, which used to work unreal. Now, you need those high ceiling guys. And Jason Saab, the potential he's got is unreal. I mean, you see teams now, and as soon as they make a break, for example, Melbourne, they look for Addo Carr. Uh, a lot of teams that do this, Manly are a team that as soon as they get into space, they're looking for where Jason Saab is. If they can't get it to him with a pass, they'll try and get it to him with a kick. Um, unlucky for him, he's got Tom Travojevic, who's one of the best support players in our game, along with DCE. But I think Saab, he has got huge upside, obviously. Uh, I'm, I'm not t uh, bringing you a hot take there. But Daniel Tubu, he's probably the one that I would lean towards. Uh, thoughts on Sean Johnson making back to the Warriors next year? Yeah, very, very exciting about Sean Johnson returning there. I think it's going to be sensational. Um, I don't know if they'll win a comp. I hope they do, but I, I, I don't know if they will. But fuck, it's going to be entertaining. That's the one thing that it's going to be is entertaining. And I know I'll be tuning in every week to see Sean Johnson and uh, Reese Walsh linking up on the same field. I think it's going to be really exciting. I also really like Chanel Harris-Tavita as well. They've got some really nice pieces over there at the Warriors and some outstanding forwards as well. It's coming together as a really good team, in my opinion. I still think that I had a look at Sportsbet today. They're at $7 to make the top eight this year. I think they are real smoky. I think there's some good value there, to be honest with you. Thinking Dragons will benefit from the signing of Sua. Yeah, I think Jaden Sua is a really solid footballer, really tough as nails sort of guys. The thing that I find interesting is how quickly Wayne Bennett's gone off him. 
it was only the end of last season, what, eight months ago, um, that we heard Wayne Bennett comparing him to Tony Carroll, Tunza, one of Wayne's you know favourite sons for a long time. To now not picking him in first grade makes me worry if there's something more to it. I believe he's a bit of a... Um, a bit of a zero at training from what I've heard, and he's pissed a couple of the boys off. But um, I can't confirm any of that. But I think he'll be a good signing for the Dragons, no doubt about it. Hopefully he doesn't know Vaughn's address. Tigers for the spoon next year? Uh, probably not, mate. I think there's going to be enough teams that will be underneath them. The Tigers, I tip them for the spoon this year. I think they're third last at the moment. I don't have the ladder in front of me. Don't quote me. Uh, but they've got enough high-end potential that they, win. they will win games here and there enough not to finish last, I think. If they have a heap of injuries over the Tigers, I mean, if they have an unlucky run, like, for example, the Roosters have, I think they're done and dusted, yeah. Milford signing at Bunny spell the end of Benji. I hope not. I really hope not. I with Even if Anthony Milford was to sign at the South Sydney Rabbitohs, I think it would only be for this year. I can't see them holding on to Anthony Milford if they don't have Wayne Bennett in the building, personally. Um... Thoughts on minutes plus performance for Logit Warriors? Not exactly sure on minutes, to be honest with you, mate, but I think his performance will be great. Uh, it'll be interesting to see because this week they've obviously named Lodge and Adam Fanua Blake as their starting front rowers. Then on the bench, I think you've got four middle forwards as well. And without Tohu, you've got Jazz playing 13. You don't know if Wade Egan's going to play the full uh, 80 minutes. I wouldn't be surprised if the hooker on their extended bench comes into that side as well. So uh, a lot to read into with that Warriors team. Not really sure what the makeup's going to be and how the minutes are going to work. And we all know Nathan Brown. Uh, it's hard enough to read him at the best of times. Did Jai Arrow break the bubble? Yeah, I've just read this in the last half an hour or so that apparently Jai Arrow has broken the bubble and will not be playing Origin 3. I'm not going to confirm that. I'm not sure on the exact details either, so I will not be speculating on that. Tavita Pangai to the Bulldogs. From what I'm hearing, everyone reckons uh, that yes, he will be going to the Bulldogs. Uh, but everyone reckoned he was going to uh, the West Tigers three weeks ago. Uh, everyone thought he was going to the Roosters about a year ago as well. So you never really know it's a Vita. I'll just wait until something official comes out. But the strong mail at the moment is that he will be at Canterbury in the next few weeks. Is Madge still the right man for the West Tigers? I don't think he is, and I don't think he ever was. Uh, and that's nothing against Madge. I think the right guy for the West Tigers is probably a guy that they're not going to be able to get. It's probably a Craig Bellamy. It's probably a Trent Robinson, one of these guys. Uh, Madge, I never thought he was the right guy. And I want to stress that that's nothing against Michael Maguire. I just think that it is one hell of an assignment to turn this club around. They're in serious trouble at the moment um, and have been for 18 months, realistically. I think they were very lucky to have Harry Grant land on their doorstep last year, which saved a little bit of embarrassment, realistically. Uh, they had Benji Marshall playing unreal footy. They decided they didn't need him. He's gone to South Sydney, and he's playing great footy there. So, um, yeah, I, I feel sorry for Madge. I think he's in a tough situation, and when you don't have a job in coaching, you really can't say no to too many jobs. You've got to take some of them eventually. This is a job that, on the surface, looks like it can be turned around, but, geez, it's turning out to be a lot harder than what it should have been, unfortunately. Uh, is there a chance Queensland halves outplay New South Wales and win? Yeah, for sure, mate. Origin has no finishing line, whether it's 2-0 and 76-6, whatever it might be. Don't rule Queensland out. I have no doubt they'll put in a good shift in Game 3. I think Kalen Ponga, he's going to be key. Obviously, the halves will be important, no doubt about it, but I think the return of KP is going to be massive for Queensland. Thanks, Steve Kearney. Appreciate it, mate. 
How about Dane Laurie? Mate, absolutely love Dane Laurie. He's been the shining light for the West Tigers. There was a few runs the other day that he did in that game where he's just tough. He, uh, I don't think he realises that he's 85 kilos or whatever he is. He is a tough footballer, Dane Laurie. The West Tigers, they've done really well to get him. They desperately need to make sure they hold on to him. I think he's a real talent, Dane Laurie. I've got a lot of respect for him in a tough team. He's really playing well above his age, well above his weight and everything. What did Jai Arrow do? Not sure, Dean. Not sure yet, brother. We'll have to wait for more details there. Did Reese Walsh deserve to be a part of the Queensland squad despite his age, even though he didn't play? Uh, mate, I, I'm i not a Queensland selector. Uh, they were pretty desperate on options, I've heard, uh, from someone inside Warriors camp. They weren't overly stoked he was selected to play Origin, from what I've gathered, uh, but I can't confirm that. Uh, I think Reese Walsh, he's good enough to handle himself in Origin. Would I have picked him? Probably not, but... If I was in that desperate position that Queensland were at that point, maybe, uh, yeah, there, there's a lot of speculation that he was never actually going to play. Obviously, he missed the Warriors game last weekend, so I'd say that injury was real and that room is a bit of bullshit. But Reese Walsh and Queensland, I mean, you, you only know if you're good enough for State of Origin when you get picked. I know there's a lot of people writing off Mitch Moses this week. Uh, you only know if you're good enough origin when you get picked and when you play. Yeah, some guys, we talk about them, origin players. Tariq Sims, vast majority of people wouldn't have picked him at the start of this year. If you take, you know, form from the past out of Dane Gago, a lot of people probably wouldn't have picked him every single year too. But origin, it's just a different beast. It's made for some guys. AFB or Ramian, six trades left. I think Ramian, mate. Uh, I really liked Adam Fanua Blake until the Lodge signing. That's thrown a bit of a spanner in the works for me. Um, if I could afford anyone and if I had any fucking trades left, I would probably go Ramian personally. But Adam Fanua Blake, I know he's very popular being traded in this week and he looked unreal last week as well. Um, few Hong Ha. Um, hey mate, when's Pat back? May flick Hines this week, but worried Pat ain't coming back as it's been delayed. Yeah, I wouldn't be getting rid of Hines anytime soon, mate. Um, once again, I'm not doing too well, so I'm not in a position to get rid of him anyway. But even if I could, I don't think I would. I think I'd be holding on to Hines until I know that Pappy's coming back. And even when Pappy does come back, I want to see him play for a week. For all you know, he could be a late scratching again. So uh, we know that Melbourne and all the other clubs, they're not mucking around with this HIA sort of stuff anymore, these concussion problems. So Pappy, I definitely want to know he's playing before I let Nico Hines go. And even if Nico Hines, you know, if he drops 200k over the next few weeks, I was talking to the Whisperer about this during the week, I mean... I think it's worth having him um, personally, but you just don't know when Pappy's going to be back realistically. I I think they're better off wrapping him in cotton wool for as long as they can. Where do you see Paul Vaughan ending up? Uh, I'm not too sure, mate. I haven't dived too deep into this yet. Jesse with Paul Vaughan uh, obviously lost his Dragons contract yesterday or the day before over the last couple of days. Obviously, the Brisbane Broncos, they've said they don't want anything to do with him. I would imagine the Canterbury Bulldogs will throw their hat in the ring. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if the West Tigers throw their hat in the ring. The other thing about Paul Vaughan is, I mean, as much as he's played State of Origin, he was a kangaroo a couple of years ago, he really hasn't been playing that great footy over the last year or so, unfortunately. So it's it's really poor timing for, for this to happen to Paul Vaughan. If this would have happened two years ago when he was playing State of Origin, he was winning a series, he was playing for the Kangaroos, completely different story, but... Not good timing for Paul Vaughan in any way, shape, or form. Mitch Moses over Reynolds. Thoughts, Vintage Merchant? Yes, mate. Uh, I actually like this move, to be honest with you. I know we all want to, all the New South Wales fans want to smash Queensland Game 3, get them back for eight years on the trot. I just, I don't, 
I don't know. Maybe I'm different, but I'm stoked that Brad Fittler's looking to the future. Um, I've said all week, you know, it could come next year. We get to a decider. We've got a heap of injuries and we and we need Mitch Moses. And people have said to me, oh, what are the chances of that? And it's like, fuck, it's happening now. We've got Kiri out. We've got Cleary out. We've got Luai out. I mean, it could happen at any time. You look at some of the debutants that have come in over the years. There's been years where we've played Mark Gasnier at 5'8". There's been years where we... Like, there was years where we had to bring in Finchie. He was on the piss the night before at the Bronte RSL and had to come in and play Origin. Like, this sort of shit happens. I think it's a good opportunity to give Mitch Moses a chance to prove himself, whether he's able to do it. And it gives gives Freddie an opportunity to see if Mitch Moses is the sort of guy that he trusts to call to come into Origin Camp when he needs him. So I'm okay with it. If it was a decider... I don't think Freddie even gets Mitch Moses' number, to be honest with you. I think it's Adam Reynolds, and it's an easy decision there. But considering it's a dead rubber, and we know that every Origin game matters as much as all of them, I understand that, but I would have gone Mitch Moses. I like this decision. Who from Union would you like to see in the NRL? Mate, I don't really watch much Union, um, and I, uh, I, I, I really don't watch much at all, to be perfectly honest with you. I've always thought that Bodine Barrett, he would have been fantastic uh, to see in rugby league. I think he would have just been unreal. I think Quay Cooper would have been up there as well, but Bodine Barrett, he probably would be my choice. I think he's still trotting around. Uh, Green to replace Walters at the end of Kev's contract? Oh, I hope not. I hope they give Walters a little bit more time moving forward. I've been hearing Fisher-Harris is the sell. I've had him since round one. He's been nothing but 50s plus. Thought on selling the fish. Uh, he has been a little bit disappointing of recent from memory, I think, James Fisher-Harris, without having the stats in front of me. He's a guy that I was going to bring in a couple of weeks ago, mate, and I just missed it, and I can't say I'm overly upset about it. I wouldn't say he's a trade, but um, I don't think he's exactly what everyone was expecting and what I was expecting as well, to be honest with you. It was, it was a bit of a blessing I missed out on James Fisher-Harris. Who's your Rookie of the Year so far, mate? Uh, rookie of the Year, I, I, at the start of the year, had Josh Suster. I think Dane Laurie's been unbelievable. Um, Sam Walker's been great. He's missed a bit of footy. Trying to think who else. If there's anyone else I've missed, throw them in the comments. But I think Sam Walker, he might get it, to be honest with you, mate. I think the back end of the season, uh, Roosters will start. They've, you know, they, they took on the Melbourne Storm the other day, so that game's out of the way. I think Sam Walker, he'll start to stack up uh, some wins in the back end. I'm tipping out as a big game against the Canterbury Bulldogs this week, too. So give me Sam Walker there, mate. But don't rule out Joshy Schuster yet. I think he's going to come back with a big bang. Uh, who do you think will be... Uh, yeah, we just went through rookie there. Best footballer you've met? Uh, probably Joey. Um, yeah, de- oh, yeah, definitely Joey. Uh, Manly for top four. Yeah, I think Manly will go very, very close to the top four, mate. I'm not sure if they will snatch it, but they'll be right up there. It's going to mean that the Eels or the Roosters are going to have to start losing games, which I'm not sure how many of those they are going to lose, but I don't think Manly will be far off. I... Um, yeah, I'm not sure if they need to finish top four, to be honest with you. I think they're as scary outside the four as they are inside the four. They're just a different footy side. Good point, Ari Moses. Personally, not a big fan. Yeah, and completely fair, mate. We don't all have to agree in footy. That's the beauty of it. Do you think Luai will choose Australia over Samoa if picked by Mal? I really hope not, to be honest with you. I love Jerome Luai. I think he's a great player, but I think Jerome Luai in a Samoan jersey means much more to rugby league than Jerome Luai does in a kangaroos jersey and I mean that in the most respectful way I can possibly say it I think about it like this if Jerome Luai doesn't choose the kangaroos okay we'll pick Cam Munster if Samoa can't pick Jerome Luai who's the next man at six it's going to be a big downgrade from Jerome Luai and I think we should be trying to build the international game for me personally should Obachik play Origins since he's a gun defender um 
is I think Opechik's a Queenslander, right? I, I, the, one of my mates actually threw this up the other day, and I wasn't even sure if he was New South Wales or Queensland. It's not a bad shout, to be honest with you. They, they've picked the hammer. He's obviously got huge attacking upside, but he has got defensive issues. Uh, I think he's in for a big job next Wednesday against Tom Trevojevic. I am, uh, I'm a little bit nervous for him, to be honest with you, because defensively in first grade, I haven't been overly impressed. Thoughts on Tessie New from Lachlan once again? Yeah, Tessie New, mate, big fan. Uh, came in with a huge Raps on him was called the next Lockyer. I don't see that in any way, shape, or form. Uh, but he is a very talented footballer. I think he just needs to find that consistency. He is young. He's raw. I think he will find it as we move forward. Thoughts on the Broncos making a play for Trent Robinson? Contract fiction is 22, so to Walters. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> If you're a club and you're not called the Melbourne Storm and you're not making a play for Trent Robinson, you're probably doing the wrong thing, aren't you? I think everyone should be having a crack at Trent Robinson. If the Broncos are able to get him, that would be sensational. But, uh, I mean, at a good club with good players living in Sydney, eastern suburbs, it's going to be tough to drag him away from there to go to the shit fight uh, that is... Brisbane Broncos at the moment. Thoughts on Dylan Brown attacking stats? Haven't got the stats in front of me at the moment, mate, but I would imagine off the top of my head his stats aren't overly fantastic this year, uh, but he's a 5'8 that I've got huge wraps on. I love Dylan Brown. I think he's going to be a sensational player. He's very mature as a footballer for his age, and I think he is going to be the goods regardless of his stats right now. Any word on when Branko is back, and do you reckon he cracks first grade? Uh, I know that Branko, he's dealing with a calf injury at the moment. Spoke to him about a week ago, and he reckons that he will be back in a few weeks weeks, but obviously there's no Queensland Cup now, so that really does hurt Branko's cause. I think by the end of the regular season he will be the right centre, and I think you'll see Remus Smith on the right wing from what I've gathered, but we'll see how that plays out. Uh, Thoughts on Origin Game 3 being played in Newcastle? Yeah, love it. Love Origin 3 in Newcastle, mate. I think it's a really good uh, really good thing for rugby league. I, I saw a stat the other day. It was like in New South Wales, I think it was 45% of um, of the state watch State of Origin the other day on TV. In Newcastle, it was like 85%. So that's pretty crazy. So very happy to see Newcastle get it. Um, I'd love to see Para chase after Corey Oates. Yeah, he's an interesting one, Corey Oates. I think he needs to work out if he wants to be a winger or a second rower. Um, I understand the appeal of the second row, but fuck, mate. Corey's been a premier winger in our game for a long time. He has dropped off um, over the last few months. But, uh, yeah, I, I think Corey Oates would be a good signing for a number of clubs if they can get the best out of him. Possible sixes for Samoa, Milford, Luai, Chanel Harris, DeVita, Dylan Brown, Schuster. Yeah, and look, there are some sensational options there, but... You also look at those options. Milford's not playing fantastic footy at the moment. Chanel Harris-Tavita hasn't played much finals footy if he has played finals footy. Dylan Brown, I love him. Still young, still raw. Josh Schuster, you could play him elsewhere in the team and be a star as well. So I think out of those guys, Luai is still the standout option there. And I think it is a big downgrade from Luai to any of those guys, considering all the experience Jerome Luai has now. He's played in the grand final. He's dominated Origin. He's lost two games of football in two years. I mean... Whereas for the Kangaroos, you can pick Cam Munster or about four other blokes that are uh, on the same sort of tier. Tyson Gamble resigned the Broncos. Could see him playing 13. Big body, aggressive, decent ball skills. Yes, love Tyson Gamble. Think he should be uh, the 13 next year or at least playing that role. You could bring him off the bench. I'd be completely fine with that. Uh, but I think he is a guy that can play 13. 13, it's not a position anymore. It's a place for proper footballers. And this is what I've been talking about for a few years. We're starting to come around to it now, which is really exciting. And I think these new rules have pushed everyone towards that mindset, which I think is a good thing. It's exciting to watch. 
Uh, Manly to make the top four over Parramatta. Um, I think it comes down to Parramatta, to be honest with you, mate. I think Manly, they're going to keep winning. Uh, it just depends how many games the Parramatta Eels drop. I don't have the um, I don't have the ladder in front of me to have a look at it or the draw, but I know that when I had a look at it today, I think the Eels were about $11 to win this premiership. The Manly Seagulls are at $13, which I think is huge, huge. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Jovers. Uh, Manly going to carve today. Yeah, I'm going to back Manly in to beat Canberra tonight. Uh, Canberra's, they are just... They're just in all sorts at the moment. I don't know what's doing down there. So hard to get a read on. I'm going to take the Manly Seagulls tonight. By the way, guys, if you are watching this or listening on the podcast, we've just dropped uh, our best Manly team of the NRL era on the podcast. Clarky joined me to do that one. So a really good listen. About 45 minutes there. Really in-depth footy chat, which I know you'll all enjoy. Broncos, Harvest pairing next year. I would go Adam Reynolds and I would play because Tony Staggs at six personally. I would then have Gamble at 13 or at least playing that 13 role. That would be my movements. Do you think the Eagles should debut Penasini and Chifwonga Blake to the wing? Uh, I, I don't know how they're going to get him in, but I think Will Penasini is a guy that should be playing first grade. I would love to see him get a gig. I think he's one of the best guys that no one um, that no one knows about yet. Obviously, a lot of Parramatta fans, probably people in the Western Suburbs, would know about Will Penasini, but he's a guy that I don't think he's getting anywhere near attention as much attention as what he should. So, yes, Esmond, I think he should be in first grade very soon. Vincent, thank you, mate. Bro, where can we get our hands on your merch? Hey, mate, uh, we, we actually dropped our merch a few months ago, but we are working on something else for the back end of the season, which is really exciting. Uh, learned a few lessons in our first merchandise drop, so cannot wait to apply them moving forward. But stay tuned. We will have more stuff coming, no doubt about it. Uh, what have we got? RCG, unlucky for origin. Uh, not for me, Regan Campbell-Gillard. I think he's a really solid player, but I uh, I don't know who you'd possibly take out of that Um out of that New South Wales Blues team to replace him with Regan Campbell-Gillard. Uh, I think Junior Paulo's been unreal this year. He's a guy that I couldn't take out. I think Daniel Safidi is a premier front row in our game. I mean, Dale Finucane's only just got back into this side. Just shows how well all the middles are going. Tohu Harris, the most underrated player in the comp. Stay tuned. We're going to be doing a lot of things on underrated players. I got you guys to name uh, your most underrated player in your team last night. So I've gone through all of those. Going to make a few podcasts and uh, dive into that content. But Tohu Harris, he has to be right up there with the most underrated players. I think we uh, we don't appreciate what he does. Penasini is a legit Michael Jennings clone. Yeah, I think that's uh, a reasonable comparison. Yeah, Penasini, he is a real talent. I think people are going to realize sooner rather than later. Adam Hobbs, Suwali playing this week. I think Suwali's really interesting. Uh, I'm not sure how true it is, but someone told me the other day that apparently he can only wear jersey 21 because it's the only jersey they've got that doesn't have the gambling advertising on it, which I've never even thought about. Then I went to have a look at him over the last few weeks, and he has worn jersey 21 every single time. So um, I don't know what to read into, whether it means that he has to be named there every week or how it works. But Billy Smith has been named in the centers this week. He's a guy that I absolutely love. I think he's a real talent. Um, and he is a fellow that I doubt 
they'll take that jersey off, to be honest with you. So he could come in to replace Ikevalu, but I'm not sure how it'll go. I think they're just managing Suwali. I don't think he'll play this week. I don't think they want him playing back-to-back first grade in his first season. Lachlan, are you mates with the YKTR boys? No, I wouldn't say mates at all, mate. Uh, just support what they do. I like the content that Ice puts out. Uh, I, I love Horror and Scope. I think they're funny. Uh, Ice is going to come on our podcast in a couple of weeks to do a preview for the final series, which is very exciting, mate. Morgan Harper, most underrated centre. Yeah, I like Morgan Harper, mate. I think he's a really solid footballer. Uh, very underrated, as you said. He might be the guy we talk about from Manly. Best fullback in the game. For me, the best fullback uh, is still James Tedesco. The best player that plays fullback is Tom Trevojevic. Um, Yeah, I I think that Teddy, I think he is still the best fullback for what he does as a fullback. But Turbo, he's the best player in our game. Uh, He jumps in at center and he essentially plays a second fullback role. So if I had to pick one of them as just a fullback, I would pick Teddy. Uh, But the better player at the moment is Tom Trevojevic. Thoughts on Milford to the Bunnies? Yeah, spoke about that, mate. I, I think it's just because Wayne Bennett's there. Do you go off career form this year when judging? T- Do you go off career form or this year for when judging Teddy versus Turbo? Oh, career, mate. I think you've got to take in the career of all these guys. Um, no, Teddy was in a stack team while Tommy is in Manly. Yeah, and that's a fair shout, mate. Um, I, I sort of think it becomes hard to argue guys when you say, oh, but he's in a good team, he's not. What if you put him in this? T-? I mean, it's just not reality. You've got to base guys on what you've actually seen, not what you think you could have seen. I think it's one of those things, like when we talk Cooper Cronk, oh, he's always in a stacked team. It's like, okay, but, geez, the halfback plays a role in a team being stacked, doesn't it? So it's a really hard one. Do you think Tom Travojevic will play fullback in his origin career? Uh, probably not, to be honest with you, mate. I think he's going to struggle to get into that fullback jersey realistically. I think James Tedesco is going to be around for quite some time, and I don't think... Teddy's going to give up that jersey to anyone. I think there will be games where he will play. You've got to remember that Turbo, he's just 25 years old, I think, turning 26 soon. So his time will come. But, I mean, whether he's wearing one or not, he's pretty much playing a second sort of fullback. This is what I talk about, this Blues team. This is what I love what Freddie does. He plays unstructured footy. He's allowed guys to play what's in front of them. And I think it's really dangerous. Is Jazz Tavega go to another level and own a 13 jersey? Yeah, I think Jazz potentially can, mate. Um, I love Jazz Tavega. I just want to see him stay injury-free, which he has for a little while now. We've seen that Tohu Harris, he's going to be out for a couple of weeks, so you'll see Jazz will jump into the 13, which is really exciting. I like when this guy gets given an opportunity. Um, thoughts on Panthers without Luai and Cleary? Yeah, it's going to be tough for them, mate. Um, it's obviously... Sorry, Bella, it's going to be tough for them. It's obviously a big downgrade. Uh, but I I still think they'll do okay, to be honest with you. I mean, they just knocked over the Parramatta Eels, so uh, not a bad knock there. Um, yeah, I, I actually think for the Penrith Panthers, as much as we hate seeing players injured, I think for Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary, I think them having couple of weeks off just to get refreshed, just to get mentally uh, back in the frame, ready for finals footy. It's been a big 18 months for them. Obviously, the condensed rugby league season where they essentially didn't win a game, went all the way to the grand final, lost the grand final. Uh, Nathan had to then go and play Origin, played Unreal. No one cared. Everyone bagged the shit out of him. He didn't win the Dahlia medal. Came back this year. They've been Unreal. Now they've won the state of Origin. But it would have taken a lot out of the gas. So I think for these two, just to have a bit of a spell, I think it'll be really good for Penrith in the back end. Throwing a jumper for the Dragons, brother. Not a hope in hell. Not a hope in hell. NRL grand final candidates. Uh, I think it'll be the Melbourne Storm, the Penrith Panthers, mate. No shocks there. But uh, for me, 
I think I've got the Manly Seagulls as my little smoky. South Sydney as well. I think South Sydney at the back end of the season, they're going to be farewelling Adam Reynolds and they're going to be farewelling um, Wayne Bennett as well, obviously. So I think that's going to play a role. Cameron Johns, how did Carmichael Hunt's return go? No, it didn't go as well as I thought it would, mate. Not at all. Good to see the Broncos. They found some form now, though. But Carmichael uh, didn't go as well as what I hoped. One of my favourite players ever. Jesse Arthur's very underrated. Yeah, Jesse Arthur's, mate. He's been a uh, he's been a very underrated player for quite some time. A guy that um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still waiting for him sort of kick on, to be honest with you, but I think he has got the potential. Taniela Paseca, future New South Wales Blues player. Uh, I'm a little bit sceptical on that one. Billy, I think we want to see a lot more out of... Uh, Taniella, I think he's, he's such a huge body. I just don't think he realizes how big he is and the impact he can have. Does have a tendency to get lazy at times and go missing. So I'm a huge fan of Fasekra. I think he's a fantastic player. But if we can just get him to take himself to that next level and put in that little bit more effort, I reckon he could be anything and he could be a future Blues player. Uh, Payne Haas and Katoni Staggs, the best young players. I think Katoni's right up there with the best of them, as is Payne Haas. I think without those two, Brisbane, they probably lose that game on the weekend by 30 or 40 once again. So these two, very impressive. I love Katoni Staggs. I love the way he plays his footy. I just think he's such a dangerous athlete and a dangerous footballer. Herbie had a good game. Yeah, Herbie is probably my most underrated player at the Brisbane Broncos. I think that if Herbie Farmworth was at a Sydney club or a team that uh, gets more airtime, I think he would be unreal. Or if Herbie walked into pretty much any other Broncos team ever, I think we would consider him a top-tier centre. I think he's got a lot of potential there. How do you see AFB and Lodge prop pairing going to go? Yeah, I really do like it, mate. I don't know how it's going to look uh, minutes-wise, but I think they are going to be really strong through the middle. Uh, T.C. Rabadi, huge fan of T.C. Rabadi. I really do like this kid. I think he's got a big future at the Brisbane Broncos. Uh, yeah, I'm a huge fan of this guy. Do you think Manly could beat Storm in August? Yeah, I think the Melbourne Storm, I think they play the Penrith Panthers and the Manly Seagulls in round 2021. And then I think they play the Roosters around that mark somewhere too. I don't have the draw in front of me, as I said, but I think we're going to get like a little mini final series before the final series, which will be very exciting. Uh, I think the Storm will win that one, mate. I don't think the Storm are going to drop too many games uh, from now on. Uh, everyone's forgetting how good Kotrick is because of the team he's in Kangaroo a couple of years ago. Yeah, mate, he was a Kangaroo a few years ago. Uh, he's an unreal individual. I don't think he's been as good this year as what he has been previously. But you're right, uh, it is a tough system he's walked into. Uh, so, yeah, excited to see how he goes. Uh, Farnworth defense is horrible. Uh, I, I don't think I wouldn't say his defense is horrible, mate. Could be improved, no doubt about it. But I think he's got so much attacking upside that uh, that just has gone untapped so far. I think he's got a lot of potential. You think the Tigers should sign? Come to fuck. I don't know what the Tigers should do, mate. You got a couple of pommies coming over. Jackson Hastings, who I had on the podcast, who's a champion fellow, very misunderstood guy. Very excited to see him return, but. Uh, I'm not the guy to fix this uh, this Tigers system up. No idea what they're going to do there. Jacob Host, young shining light of the Rabbitohs. Yeah, Jacob Host's been really good this year, mate. He's looked very impressive. Uh, he's a lot bigger body than what I thought he was. He's been better than what I expected him to be. Uh, so, yeah, I think he's got a lot more to give as well. Who do you think will win out of the Tigers versus Broncos and who's better? Uh, right now, probably Brisbane, mate. Probably Brisbane for me in that one. Uh, guys, Aiden Caesar, a forgotten man. Yeah, I think Aiden Caesar is a forgotten man, mate. He's been over there at Huddersfield for a couple of years now. I think there's a lot of teams that could do much worse than have Aiden Caesar. 
Jai Arrow just got 35,000, Jesus, and banned from Origin 3 because of a biosecurity breach. That's going to hurt Jai Arrow. Um, yeah, I'm not going to comment on that, guys. I don't have the full story just going on what uh, Jay Bishow has said here. Uh, but 35K, that's going to uh, that's going to sting the wallet. The missus will not be happy there. Guys, uh, thanks for tuning in once again. Uh, him, oh, yep, I'm definitely not going to touch on that. Okay, thanks for tuning in once again, guys. This will be available on the podcast probably tomorrow morning. I'll drop this one. As I said, we just dropped our Manly Seagulls best team of the NRL era, that's 1998 to the modern day. So you're talking Trevojevic, you're talking Stewart's, Killer, Stevie Matai, a number of legends in that side. You've got Beaver as well. So a uh, really good podcast there. Obviously, Clarkie joins me in that one to discuss it. So go and have a listen to that. Have a cracking night, guys. Enjoy yourselves. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 